0: Time now for Rocky Jordan. Not far from the mosque Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Café Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. The Café Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against a backdrop of antiquity. Tonight's story, Everything shipshape.
1: There's nothing very exciting about the postman's morning visit to my cafe tambourine. The usual stack of bills, an ad for a new brand of Bola Natchi, maybe. A copy of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. But this particular mail delivery brought something else. A business-sized envelope bearing a Syrian stamp. The letterhead inside carried the heading Ship and Shape Enterprises, Beirut, Syria. And below, a curt message. Arrive in Cairo Thursday. Please arrange appointment at your cafe, 3.45 p.m. that day. Signed, Joshua Ship. So I wasn't a bit surprised when at exactly 3.45 p.m. the following Thursday, a little man sporting a cane and wax mustache darkened the tambourine's front door. He gave the place a quick once-over, nodded his approval, and he came directly back to my office, put down his briefcase, and wiped the sweatband
2: of his derby hat with a silk handkerchief. Mr. Rocky Jordan? Yeah, that's right. How are you, Mr. Ship? Ah, you are right, Mr. Jordan. Joshua Ship, Excellent, thank you. Wonderful air trip from Hey, yeah, You're right on time. Let me keep a man waiting. Policy... Well, now that we're off on the right foot, shall we get right down to business? Oh, it depends on what you're selling. Selling, my man, selling. I can see you don't realize the importance of my visit. Uh, suppose we get at it. Sit down, Mr. Shep. Thank you, Mr. Jordan. Uh, one moment, please. Oh, by the way, uh, how's Mr. Shape? Shape? Of Shep and Shape. Oh, the letterhead, of course. Old stationery, Mr. Jordan. Unfortunately, Mr. Shape is no longer with us. hmm Carry on, Mr. Ship. Ah, oh, yes, of course. Now, Mr. Jordan, I represent a client, one A.K. Kesak. Kesak? I don't recognize the name. Quite true, Mr. Jordan. New in Cairo. I'm sure you will find doing business with my employer most profitable. Just what does A.K. want? Ah, now we get to the matter at hand. At A.K. Kessack's authorization, I am commissioned to buy your café tambourine.
1: Who said I wanted to sell? We have discussed the matter with no one. Sorry, Mr. Ship. Just tell A.K. I like the place. Tambourines not for sale. Top,
2: top, my good man. You just go ahead and take a thorough inventory. Your equipment, spirits, food, tangible and intangible assets. Set your price, and then double it. Just like that. But we must have your answer quickly. I give you twenty-four hours to think it over, sir. Twenty-four hours. Not a minute more. That is my deadline, sir. Ah, my address, of course. Joshua Ship, three nine four Esbikia Plaza, bungalow six. Good day, sir.
1: Joshua Ship hoisted his derby, thumped it with his finger and set sail through the tambourine and out into the street. Well, I figured I'd had my kicks for the day and settle down to some paperwork in the office. It was just a few minutes later when I noticed somebody else coming through the tables toward my office. She could have been pretty, only her thin face was too tight, like a knot that needed untying. And her eyes had that wild look. I knew right then she was the kind of company I didn't want. Chris moved over from the bar. Hold
0: on, lady, where are you going? take it easy we don't
3: want no trouble don't you touch me keep out of my way okay
1: chris i'll take over better watch the bar sure
0: rocky guess you had one too i much.
3: have not been drinking i know what i'm doing where is that man
1: there are no customers in the office lady
3: i know he came to see you tell me where that man is or i'll
1: look the door stays open
3: now listen to me you will listen to me
1: hey, what's the idea put away that don't gun don't
3: you dare touch me now for the last time where is he where did he go
1: it depends on who you're looking for
3: joshua ship
1: he's not here what do you want with
3: him? I'm going to kill him.
1: Oh, get some sense, will you?
3: And I'll kill you or anyone else who tries to stop me. I will shoot. I
1: don't argue with hysterical women holding guns. But suppose you tell me what this is all about.
3: I followed them all the way from Beirut, And I won't stop till I get them.
1: You're from Barut too?
3: Yes. Now, do you believe that I know what I'm doing?
1: Maybe I do. Who are you?
3: Ask Joshua Ship who I am. Ask him if he remembers Drina Ritar. And then tell him. Tell him I'm going to kill him. Tell him.
1: He left here just a few minutes ago. Where did he go? I don't know. Now, listen, Drina.
3: You maybe you are know better than he is, and I don't care. But I'll tell you this, Rocky Jordan. And... No, Stay back. Sorry, Drina. Uh, give, give me that gun.
2: Not a
1: chance. Give it
3: to me. Get this... Oh, please. Please.
1: Yeah, that's better. I suppose you sit down, tell me what this is all about.
3: Rocky, don't sell the tambourine to that man.
1: You know a lot, don't you? What's your interest, Drina?
3: Just don't sell. I'll do the same to you as I did to my husband.
1: Your husband? All right, let's have it. What are you talking about?
3: I... Oh, I can't. I, Jonathan, he's... What about Jonathan? He's... Oh, please. I... I can't talk. I...
1: Getting sense out of an hysterical woman is not one of my big points, so I stopped trying. I kept her gun in my pocket, got her address, and put her in a taxi for home. But it made me want some more conversation with Joshua Ship, So I sat down and figured out a price I was sure no one in their right mind would accept. Then I went over to his place on Ezbekia Plaza. It was a real nice setup, big fountain out in front, acacia trees along the tile walk. I found Bungalow Six, and Ship answered my buzz.
2: Well, well, Mr. Jordan, come in, come in. Thanks. I've been thinking over your proposition, Mr. Shipp. Fine, my man, fine. You came even sooner than I expected. Oh, I do lots of surprising things. Well, now, if you'll name your price for the temporary... Uh, just a minute, Mr. Ship. I'd like to deal directly with a client. Well, um, AK is very busy, you know, very busy. Too busy to swing
1: an important deal like this? And so am I. Oh,
2: oh no, talk, talk, my man, don't be hasty. A.K. happens to be waiting in the next room. Just tell the big boss I want to ask a few questions. Yes, of course. One moment, Mr. Chalmers.
1: Joshua Shipp stepped into the next room and spoke a few words. I waited just a few seconds. Then I met A.K. Kesak. Naturally, I expected A.K. to be a man. I was never so wrong in my life. She was all woman, from the tips of her lacquered fingernails to the French perfume that rocked the room and Rocky Jordan. She let the doorway frame her sleek figure, and I wondered if she mightn't have been the shape of the firm of ship and shape. Any minute, I expected a rye crisp sign to light up over her head. She looked me over like a champ looks over the contender in the first round.
4: This is a pleasure. An
1: uh, unexpected pleasure, Miss Kesak.
4: Yes, isn't it? Oh, please, sit down. Thanks. After you, lady. Now that we've met Rocky, I'm quite sure we can do business.
2: Yeah. We ought to get along real cozy. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, now then, my dear, shall we get on with the deal? Mr. Jordan... Has... Joshua,
4: there's no hurry. But I'm sure
2: there is, my dear, you see.
4: By the way, Rocky, Joshua told me you were not interested in selling your cafe. Why did you change your mind? A
1: lot of reasons, maybe. Including a couple of people named
2: Drina and Jonathan Ritar.
4: Friends of yours?
2: I was about to ask the same question. Well, neither here nor there. Now, Mr. Jordan, your price for the tambourine. Ten thousand pounds cash... Well, my dear?
4: Write him a check, Joshua.
1: Wait a minute. I said 10,000 pounds. That's 40,000 American dollars.
4: You add very well, Rocky. What else can you do?
2: Uh, I will prepare a bill of sale. We want to take possession of the Timberdine immediately. Why the hurry?
4: Oh, don't be surprised, Rocky. Your cafe is ideal for our purpose. Your price is high, but we'll make it back quickly. And the dice tables alone.
1: Dice tables?
4: Of course. (laughs) Don't tell me you object to the tambourine being used as a gambling casino.
1: Oh, not especially, as long as I'm out of it.
4: Out of it, Rocky? Oh, but surely you told him, Joshua.
2: Hey, wait a minute. Told me what? Uh, Perhaps I didn't make myself clear, Mr. Jordan. A necessary part of the deal is that you uh, remain at the tambourine.
4: We supply the money and the know-how... You supply your good name, Rocky.
1: You mean I front for your gambling setup? (laughs) Not in your
2: life.
4: At a good salary, of course. Say, 100 pounds a week?
2: No deal. Not so fast, Mr. Jordan. Refuse and you get nothing. Okay, let's keep it that way. We do not like our time wasted, Mr. Jordan. Wait, Joshua.
4: Rocky changed his mind once. I think he will change it again.
1: I wouldn't count on it, lady.
4: As I said. I'm quite sure you and I can do business. Goodbye, Rocky.
1: She said it like she expected to see me again real soon. I walked out to the street wondering if she actually thought I was a sucker for that sort of a deal. I wondered something else. Neither Joshua Shipp or Miss Kesak had batted an eye when I mentioned Drina and her husband's name but I still wasn't sure. I couldn't go back to the tambourine till I'd satisfied my curiosity about Drina. So I dropped in on
5: Captain Sam Sabaya at Cairo Police Headquarters to see what he knew. Jordan, uh, how do you manage to pick up such unusual friends? What have you got on her, Sam? Only what the Beirut police authorities have told me. Police? What's their interest? A dispatch from Beirut arrived this morning. They suggest that we keep an eye on her. She is a wild one. Uh, What else do they say? Jordan, what possible interest do you have in this case? Oh, just curious, Sam. Curious. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Very well. This Drina Retard became involved in serious trouble in Beirut. Her husband is now in prison. For what? Murder. What's the load on? They didn't go into detail. It seems that Drina and her husband Jonathan ran a cafe on the Beirut waterfront. There was some talk of gambling in connection with it. Gambling? What else? Well, there is little more. There was a fight there. A man was killed. Jonathan Ritar was convicted and sent off for several years. Who'd he kill? Well, the dispatch does not say. But be that as it may, we suspect that Gina is in Cairo to make trouble. She is being watched.
1: Uh, that's all you yeah, have, Sam,
5: thanks. Oh, uh, Jordan, one moment. Could it be that you are in danger from this lady? What gave you that idea? <laughs> Well, Jordan, it is most unusual for you to be carrying a gun. That bulge uh, in your coat pocket.
1: Oh, oh, sure, yeah.
5: It's a, it's a gun. I've got a permit. Oh yes, know. of course, of course. Please let me see it. Sure, yeah. I'll look it over. Rather light for you, Jordan. Italian make. Where'd you get it? Sam, is uh, this a shakedown? I too am a curious man, Jordan. Yeah. Needs oiling. So does that chair of yours, Sam. How about the gun? Okay. Here you are. Thank you. And about this Drina, Jordan, remember, if she makes trouble, the police will take care of her.
1: Well, Sam didn't give me much, just enough to help me decide to drop Drina, Kesak, Ship, and the whole business. I had a few things to do with the tambourine, so I wandered back that way. When I got there, a side of Turkish beef stood blocking the entrance.
0: You will stay outside, Mr.
1: Jordan. Move the body, mister.
5: I warn you, I am
1: a very mean man. I'd get tough someplace else. I'm
5: instructed to get tough right here, so don't try to go in. That's right, Tomo. We don't
2: want Jordan around the tambourine. Oh, Joshua ship. This knuckle boy working for you? Quite tight. and get him out of my doorway. Not your doorway, Jordan. You're driving at it. You just sold the tambourine to AK Kessak and me. You don't live here anymore. We don't want you around. Look, I told you the deal was off i get this overgrown
1: camel out of my door. Stop
2: him, I will do. I'm very dangerous. man. Uh, now, Jordan, get it straight. The deal's closed. We've dip- deposited the £10,000 in your bank account, and the bill of sale is complete with your signature. Oh, a reasonable facsimile. It'll do for now. So give me a forwarding address, and I'll send you your clothes. What makes you think I'm going anywhere? I took care of that, too. Here's a bonus, Jordan. A plane ticket to Rio de Janeiro. For me? That's right. They say it's wonderful there this time of year. Supposing I like Cairo better? Cairo can get hot, Jordan? extremely hot.
1: After I refused to front for a gambling setup in my cafe, a couple of characters from Beirut named A.K. Kesak and Joshua Ship got real busy. They faked a bill of sale for the tambourine, deposited a lot of money to my account in the bank, planted a big Turk in front of my place to keep me out. To top it off, Ship handed me a plane ticket to Rio de Janeiro, told me to clear out. Ordinarily, that'd be a nice juicy job for the police. But first, there were a few angles I wanted to handle myself, so I got moving. Not to Rio, but to see Drina, the girl who had warned me not to sell the tambourine. Sabaya had given me part of her background, but I wanted the rest from her. She had a clean room in a little hotel along the Sharia Najim. When I knocked, she cracked the door and then opened it. Oh,
3: Rocky, come in.
1: Who are you hiding from, Drina? The
3: police? I know they're following me, but I'm not hiding from them. Let them wonder what I'm doing in Cairo.
1: I'd like to know myself.
3: I told you. to kill. Joshua's ship and that woman with him. Why? Didn't I explain?
1: You never got around to it. Suppose you cut out the dramatics this time and set a few things straight, huh?
3: What are you trying to find out, Rocky?
1: Who did your husband
3: kill? He killed no one. Jonathan is no murderer.
1: The root police could give you quite an argument.
3: Get out, Rocky. Go on, sell the tambourine to whoever you like. See what happens. Oh, I'm sorry I tried to warn you.
1: Wait, Drina. Why not give it to me your way? Oh,
3: you wouldn't believe me. Maybe
1: I would. Let's have it.
3: Uh, Very well. Now, well, Jonathan and I had a little restaurant near the Beirut waterfront. One day, he was approached by this Kesok woman and her two associates, Joshua Ship and Aaron Shape.
1: Ship and Shape.
3: Yes. Shape was the number one man with her then. They offered my husband a large sum of money for our cafe for a gambling setup. Jonathan was well-known and liked in Beirut, so he was to front for the syndicate.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Does this all sound familiar, Rocky?
1: Yeah. Go on, Drina.
3: Well short time later, Aaron Shape was killed in our cafe, but not by my husband. Who did it? A.K. Kessick. I'm sure of it, Rocky.
1: Only they planted it on your husband, right?
3: Yes. Yes, both the woman and Ship testified that they saw my husband fire the gun. Well, he didn't have a chance.
1: Why would Kessick want to get rid of her top man?
3: He was getting a little too big. Besides, she was tired of him. You see, she always gets tired of him. After that, Joshua Ship moved in.
1: And you're out to get them both. You think that'll help get your husband out of prison?
3: Well, all I know is I, I've been able to think of nothing but killing them. Oh, now I... I don't know what to do.
1: Look, Drina, I've got some things to settle with them, too. The best way I can check on them is to go along with the deal.
3: But I, I told you what would happen.
1: Uh, not if I keep ahead of them. You better stay right here. I'll let you know how it's going. She put up some more argument, but she agreed to my plan when she learned how Ship had moved in on the tambourine. Sam Sabaya might have worked out my end of the deal without too much trouble, but not Drina's. So I went back for another chat with A.K. at her bungalow on Esbequia Plaza. Somebody must have expected me because the side of beef wearing a fez was right outside the door.
5: Ah, so, Mr. Jordan, you are not smart and fly to Rio. Delay
1: takeoff, Turner. Look, you're still in my way.
5: I stay in your way. You not going. Want to take
1: bets on that? Yeah,
5: you find out I'm very dangerous man. Well, we compare muscles sometime. Move over, man mountain. Why not? Oh. So now we make big fight. I get me.
4: Tarnoff, mm. let him come in.
5: Mr. Ship I keep this kelp out.
4: I wish him to come in. Run along now, Tarnoff. i
5: Listen, AK, my dear.
2: You think this is best...
4: I have no objection to Rocky's visits, Joshua. Yeah,
1: you're here too,
2: Mr. Ship. That's fine. Now we can all talk. Everything is settled, Jordan. You wanted out of the organization. We left you out. Why did you come here? To return the plane ticket.
4: Plane ticket? What is this, Joshua? Why,
2: I, I, I didn't think it necessary to tell you, my dear. Save the cover-up, Ship. Anyhow, you got me convinced. I'm ready to team up with you. Mr. Too late, Jordan. You
4: had your chance. Where, Joshua. Let me decide. So now you want in, Rocky. I think you are very smart. Yeah,
1: smart. Okay, I'll front for you, racket. But get this. I'm no patsy for either of you. The way Jonathan Rattar would. Mr. Jordan, what are you talking the about? Cut it, ship. You know who killed your partner's shape just as much as I do. And it wasn't Jonathan. Just don't try setting me up the same
2: way. Talk, talk, my man. If you are in
1: trouble.
4: Joshua Rocky's only being frank. I like him that way. Now, run along like a good boy. I have a few... Private things to discuss with Rocky. Now look here, my dear. I see. No Don't reason. forget your gloves and cane, Joshua, and hurry along. Very well, my dear. I'll
2: see you later, Mister Jordan. Well, Hagen.
4: Hey, I just thought we might drink to our new partnership. Bourbon.
1: Straight, but easy on the knockout drops. Hmm? As. <laughs> <I'll...
4: laughs> Are they necessary, Rocky? I wouldn't know. Now, to you and
1: me. Just where does your uh, ship come in?
4: It doesn't. Not anymore. Drink, Rocky.
1: <sighs> yeah, Beats a liquor at the tambourine.
4: We'll change that, too. Won't we? Yeah. Another?
1: No, no Save it till we have more time
4: going so soon,
1: Rocky. Yeah, a few things to clear up at the tambourine, A.K. See you later. When I got outside, just as I expected, Joshua's ship was waiting for me up by the fountain. He stood there tapping his cane on the tile walk till I was alongside. Then ship. Tacked to the starboard, full sail, and stood with his feet wide apart.
2: a moment, Mr. Jordan.
1: Well, we get everything settled, Mister Ship. Had a thing to worry about. There's
2: Plenty for you to worry about, my man. Oh, Enough, Mr. Mr. Jordan. I demand to know your intentions toward Miss Kessack.
1: Oh, we all take our turns, don't we? It was your partner, Shape, first, wasn't it?
2: Before she killed him. I'm quite aware that Alan Shape held her affections. I'm also aware that A.K. tires quickly, as she did of him. Why confide in me? Because I want you to know that I will not give her up so easily. Look,
1: Joshua, this is all very interesting. You
2: will keep away from her, Mr. Jordan. This is a warning. Maybe this is something for her to decide. Why not go to A.K. and talk it over? I most certainly shall. I'm going to lay down the law to her immediately. We'll have it out
1: once and for all. Ah, good boy. And when you talk to her, be sure to take off your hat. I couldn't resist the temptation, so I reached over and thumped his derby with my finger. He grabbed for it and gave me a dirty look. It was just a little insurance to keep him in a fighting mood. I did want to get back to the tambourine, but Drina's place wasn't far out of the way, so I stopped by to keep her posted.
3: Well, Rocky.
1: I was hoping there'd be a weak link in the setup, Drina, and I think I've found it.
3: Oh, Joshua Ship?
1: Yeah. He's got something in his mind besides gambling. Her name is A.K. Kessi.
3: Yes, yes, I know. He's insanely jealous of her.
1: Well, I'm going to go work on that. Sooner or later, he'll do something to break it up. Maybe try to get me out of the way.
3: What happens then?
1: we just wait and see. So far, my plan seems to be working.
3: Rocky, do you trust me?
1: Sure, Drina. Why?
3: Then perhaps you'd uh, let me have my gun back?
1: Sure, you can have it. Uh, well, wait a minute.
3: Don't you have it? It's
1: gone. Well, the only way I could get out of my pocket was for somebody to take it out. But who, Rocky? A.K. Kessock. See you later, Drina.
3: Where are you going, Rocky?
1: Now, get your gun back. I wasn't willing to concede even the first round to A.K. Kessak But right then it looked like she'd scored all the points Why she had slipped the gun out of my pocket was something I wanted to find out quick This time no one tried to stop me at the bungalow and the door was unlocked
3: Come in, Rocky.
4: Close the door
1: It was A.K. Kessak, waving me in with Drina's gun Across the room, against the wall, stood Joshua Ship. Beads of sweat dripping from his wax mustache from where I stood, my little plan had backfired right in my face.
4: I knew you'd come back, Rocky.
2: Well, uh, don't let me interrupt an argument.
4: Oh, you won't. We'll settle it, the argument. Very shortly.
2: Jordan, talk to her. Tell her she can't do this. Please, Jordan. Stop
4: crying, Joshua.
2: Uh, better brief me, A.K.
4: Very simple, Rocky. I'm going to kill him.
1: No, my dear. No! Just like you killed Aaron shape? I think I know why.
4: I'm through with him. He's getting too big, giving me too much trouble. You see... I don't think he likes you, Rocky.
1: You don't need much reason, do you? What makes you think you can get away with this? You can't just. Oh, can't
4: I? Do you see this gun, Rocky? Only two people have any motive to kill Joshua you and Rena. This is her gun. You took it from her. Do I make myself clear?
1: Sure. You can lay the blame on either one or both of us.
4: Not necessarily. You can both keep quiet. We'll dump Joshua's ship in the Nile. A.K., my
2: dear,
1: you can't... And no one
4: will be the wiser. Will they, Rocky? Well, make up your mind. I
1: can't speak for Drina.
4: Then bring her here. Go to the phone there and call her. Tell her to come at once, but be careful. I never hesitate when it is necessary to kill. Is that an order? A.K. always gives the orders. Call Drina at once.
1: Give me Drina Ritar. Yeah. Hello, Drina. Rocky Jordan. Listen, I'm at 394 Esbekia Place, Bungalow 6. You got that? Yeah, I've got to see you right away. It's very important. Uh, Don't ask questions, just come right over. Yes, right away, Drina. Goodbye.
4: Thank you, Rocky. Now we have a little wait. Then it will be all over. What then? Just. You and me, Rocky.
1: Yeah, but for how long?
4: Until I'm tired of you.
1: I'm tired of you already.
4: But there isn't much you can do about it. Is there, Rocky?
1: A.K. Kesak held the gun with a right hand and an Egyptian cigarette with the other. And we waited for Drina to arrive. There wasn't much doubt in Joshua Ship's mind or mine what would happen once Drina got there. A.K. was lighting her fourth cigarette when the buzzer sounded.
4: Rocky, ask who it is.
2: A.K., my dear, for the last time, I beg
4: Be you. Quiet. Go on, Rocky, quick. Who is it? It's Drina, Rocky. No. Tell her to come in. Come in, Drina. No!
3: No! Stand still, Drina, don't move. Rocky, she she's killed him.
4: (laughs) Surely you're not sorry, Drina. You wanted Joshua's ship dead, so I took care of it with the last two bullets in your gun. Here. Pick it up.
5: The most charming confession, Miss Kessar.
4: What? Come in, Sam.
5: Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate the opportunity to be on the scene of a murder for a chase.
4: Drina, you brought the police here. You little... Do not move, Miss
5: Kesak. It is I who hold a gun now. Greco, Ali, take care of this man quickly. I should have killed Drina, too.
3: Let us have it understood, Miss Kesak. I did not bring the police, but I knew they would be following me. And for once, I didn't mind.
5: I'm quite sure Jordan knew I was following you, too. That's right, Sam. But it's okay now, Drina. They won't be telling you anymore. Jordan, the next time, perhaps you will be kind enough to tell me of these things beforehand. You might have prevented a murder. You know, Sam, you're absolutely right.
1: Well, the way things worked out, A.K. Kessach figured two more murder raps were no worse than one. So she finally confessed to the killing of Aaron Shape. I now have a standing invitation to visit Drina and her husband at their waterfront cafe in Beirut. Oh, about my tambourine. I decided to let the phony sale stand. Anyhow, the $40,000 in the bank was mine, so I bought the tambourine back from A.K. for half that amount. She didn't care. For me, $20,000 profit for the day wasn't bad. And you know, looking back, it's been quite some time since I made anything out of one of these deals.
0: again at the same time next week for another story of adventure and intrigue when we take you back to Cairo on the Café Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. Jack Moyles plays the title role with tonight's story by Gomer Kuhl and Larry Roman. Rocky Jordan is produced and directed by Cliff Howell with original music by Richard Arant. Larry Thor speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.